This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello, welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Leah Pardee and I exist to empower you to believe in yourself and your limitless potential and then to kick your booty a little bit into action to go after your dreams and create the life of your dreams. So we're going to talk today about the good girl wound. So we have all been raised to be good girls, right? And what that means, I feel like I've talked about this so much on the podcast where we've just, we just, the way we treat little girls is encouraging them to be polite and modest and yada, 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 right? And essentially what we do through all of that conditioning is we raise people pleasers. So we raise women unknowingly, right? They're good intentions. We raise women to become people who are afraid to say no, people who are afraid of ruffling feathers, who would rather just pretend they agree with someone than stand their ground. Um, And if you think you don't have problems with people pleasing, that was me a little while ago. I was like, I do not, I'm not a people pleaser. Like, no, I don't care. Right. And when I dug really deep into this, I was like, oh man, the root of so many of my um, struggles and issues and things that bother me is people pleasing. So if you think this is not for you and you're like, eh, I'm not a people pleaser, I'm going to challenge you. And maybe this, maybe you've overcome people pleasing. If so, sister, power to you. That's fucking awesome. Be an example for the women around you. But if not, I'm going to challenge you. I want you to pause me right now, if you can, if that would be safe, and either think about this or grab your journal and write. I want you to think slash write. Maybe you could think about it right now and maybe later journal on it. Where is people pleasing showing up in the thing that's bothering me right now? So thinking of the thing that's bothering you right now, it's going to come to your mind. Where is the people pleasing in that problem? Does any of your stress, anxiety, uh, frustration right now have to do with what someone else thinks? I'm going to bet the answer is yes. There's some people pleasing at the root of it. If that's true, then tune in. Before we dive in though, I have to share with you guys Boss Babe Boundaries. This is my newest course. I'm so freaking pumped for this to start. We are going to do this deep work to dig into people pleasing, figuring out the roots of it in our life, how we how we began to incorporate that and where it shows up and who we desire to be without people pleasing. Who is this unapologetic version of us? Unleashing her, letting her out that confident version of us who speaks her truth, who knows her worth, who knows what her time and her energy is worth, and she isn't afraid to say no. We are going to dig that version out of you, and she's going to take over. 
the world. <laughs> the link is in the show notes if you want to dive in really deep with me and boss day boundaries and up level for 2022. Okay, let's talk about the time when I created a journal <laughs> this November um, and I titled it Heal Your Shit Journal. So I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast. Maybe I have. Um, sometimes it's hard to remember like where I talked about certain things because in my groups, um, some of my groups, I do like talking like this, right? And teaching. And sometimes I bring things up here in the podcast and I can't remember where. But anyways, so how I created the journal was through channeling, really. I tune into higher guidance. I'm very intuitive, very in touch with um, my higher self, my intuition, God, angels, whatever the fuck it is to you. Um, is totally fine. But to me, it's a combination of spirit guides and God and my higher self, intuition, all of that. So I tune in to, to that and I ask for guidance. And then I use that guidance to create my journal um, and everything else I create in my business <laughs> and basically everything I do in my life. So the, the Heal Your Shit journal title came to me very clearly, clear as day, when I was asking, what is the title of this journal, right? And so I said, okay, I wrote it down, but I was like, Ugh, do I want a swear word in the title? Like, I just don't know, like, oh, what do I do, right? And I'm talking to my husband about it. He tends to be more conservative than I am. So of course he's like, eh, maybe you shouldn't have a swear word, right? So I sat one day and I said, God, I'm willing to explore. I would like to explore some other journal titles. And I had like a blank sheet of paper out. I had a pen in my hand. I'm like, God, let's brain dump. Let's get some ideas out here. There's got to be something else. Crickets, you guys. Crickets. Nothing. God was like, nope, nothing is coming through because the title of your journal is Heal Your Shit. So I kept it. And I'm glad I did. You know, it's swear words are kind of me, as you guys know by now. If you've ever heard me talk in person on my Instagram stories or on here, there may have been an F word or an S word or whatever dropped, right? It just, they just come out of me. But today I was driving home from yoga and for some reason I was thinking about swear words and like, where did I learn that that might not be good? Because I know that I connect it to being a woman. I know that I, I feel inside of me some type of, it, I'm supposed to be more modest than I am, right? And the way that I am and the way I express myself is not appropriate for a woman, right? It's like, I know that that's silly, but I know that deep inside of me, something is in there that says that. So I'm like, where did that come from? And I started thinking about, this experience I had in grad school where um, I was with like four people. Two of them were guys who were exchange students from Germany. They were getting their MBA in Pittsburgh. And so we were working on a project together. We're like in a little conference room doing homework or whatever we were doing. And um, <laughs> I like was talking how I talk and dropped some swear words. And you should have seen the look on these guys that these German guys faces, they were shocked. And I was like, eventually I was like, okay, like what's up with your face when I swear, like what's going on? And they were like, oh, in Germany, like women just don't really talk like that. Like women don't swear. And I was like, <laughs> welcome to America, motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. Um, but I was like, interesting. Okay, cool. Like whatever. 
But I thought about that moment and I thought about this time, well, not this time, my entire experience of being a manager at the um, the company that I was with right before quitting my job. So up until about a year and a half ago, I was with this company for many years as a sales rep and then I became a sales manager. And when I became a sales manager, I was involved with the management team and it was all guys. So it was like me and like eight guys, right? Two of them were like the bosses and then the other ones were like my counterparts. And um, I would swear sometimes I kind of held back a little bit because my like main boss doesn't really swear like that. He didn't. So I kind of knew like they were, it's a, it was a very conservative company. So I kind of felt like an I shouldn't swear on this guy feeling, right? That vibe. But my other boss, who was also very conservative, <laughs> would sometimes say like shit or damn, right? And every time he would turn to me with, with this room full of all these guys, he would turn to me and say, sorry, Leah. He would apologize for swearing in front of a lady. <laughs> that's funny, right? Like, that's hilarious. Every single time he would swear, he would single me out and apologize even though he heard me, like I, I was more comfortable swearing in front of him. <laughs> so clearly he had some type of an idea that we shouldn't swear in front of women. And I'm guessing women shouldn't swear, right? Like I just, after knowing this guy for many years, like I felt that too. And I just thought that's so funny. Like this, of course, this like makes sense. If you think about way back in the day, you know, women couldn't drive, couldn't vote, didn't really have rights until not that long ago, really not that long ago, which is crazy to think about, right? It feels like it was a long time ago, kind of, but it wasn't. And even when our moms were growing up, like, I feel like my mom has told me, like, you had to wear a hat in church and, like, a skirt, like, no pants, right? Like, that wasn't that long ago. Um, so, of course, those beliefs get passed down. And when I was growing up in the 90s, things were different than they are today, right? So there was just a lot of good girl conditioning. And and when I think back to like what that was, there's a lot that goes into like how women should dress, right? Keep your legs, you know, cross your legs, like be modest, don't expose yourself too much. You know, you have to wear a bra to cover your nipples, you, right? It's There's so much that goes into like, us learning to be modest as little girls and learning not to show too much of our body, even though we're seeing boys running around without shirts, it's like we, we're learning to be a good girl. We're learning that we can't expose ourselves too much. We have to be worried about that. And as someone who, like, since I was like maybe 13, I maybe 12, like I was really young when my tits came in. And they were big. Like in middle school, I was like, I had bigger boobs than anyone and a butt, like a big butt. And it just was how I was built. But like before all the other girls got their boobs, mine had showed up. So I've always kind of stood out in that way. Um, I do feel like I have like a curvy body. And to be honest, I look at other girls who don't have as much um, curves and I think, oh, well, like they can dress that way, but I can't dress that way because things look sluttier on me because I have big boobs, right? Or something like that. But but if I see another girl with big boobs, I'm not judging her for having her tits out because I don't give a fuck. Like that's another thing I've been sharing with like my clients that I've been talking about this lately. It's like, 
when we're worried about doing something, what people will think about something, ask yourself what you think when someone does that. Because a lot of the time I've been noticing for me and my clients, it's like, oh, I here I am judging myself for this or thinking other people will judge me for this. But when someone else does it, I'm not judging them at all. So why am I judging myself for that? Very, very interesting to, to use that um, in various things in life and to kind of dig into that. But yeah, I just somewhere over the course of my life, I've developed this idea that like I look sluttier than other people in clothes. So I need to be extra careful to be more modest. And that's just like a belief I don't want to carry into 2022. Um, It's something I want to let go of. You know, I think that we shouldn't, the way our body's shaped should not determine how we dress, right? I also used to think women of a certain age, (laughs) honestly, the age I am now, 29, probably would have fallen in that category. But I used to think, you know, when I was younger that like, when you were married or when you were a mom or when you were, you know, late twenties and up, you just shouldn't dress a certain way. Like you, you just shouldn't, you know, wear short skirts or wear like have your boobs showing or, you know, I just felt like we, we got to, it's not that I wanted that though. It was like, I just thought that wasn't allowed. And I think the internet has changed that for me because I remember coming across when I first started, like when I first started following people that do essentially what I do now, who are coaches and who are spiritual and who talk about God, but also express themselves and are themselves and are free to dress how they want and wear crop tops if they want to and not wear wear a bra. Like, oh, we get to be more than one thing. We can be a good person without doing all these, checking all these boxes, right? It's just so interesting. Um, And yeah, it's just, just, there's so much programming that we get exposed to that's ingrained in us and it's in there. And it ends up turning us into people pleasers who say yes when we really mean no. So I want you to think about these questions. You can pause me and kind of think them out, like if you're driving and if it's safe for you to do that, or you can journal on them if you have the time and the space for that. But when was the last time you did that? When was the last time you said yes when you really meant no? And then the second question is, how would you express yourself? through fashion, hair, tattoos, clothes, whatever, through dance, through your words? How would you express yourself if you truly, truly, truly weren't worried what other people thought? Think about these, journal on these, see what comes up, see what we're holding back on. And even just like listen to this episode, like, I feel like I'm like just chatting with my friends right now because these are some of the things we talk about. And I feel like it helps build self-awareness around this. It helps us to notice, like now that you and I have had this conversation, maybe you'll notice when you're reverting back to that good girl programming, noticing when you have a desire to do something, but the thought comes in of, yeah, but I shouldn't do that. I'm too old to do that or whatever the thing is. 
right? I get self-conscious wearing bathing suits around certain people, especially like people's parents, people's husbands, like, oh, I just don't want anyone like, you know, a couple years ago, I was self-conscious because I had like a cellulite and I thought it was a big deal. And now I'm more self-conscious about being exposed and making people uncomfortable, right? Like, is my body allowed to be this way? Um, It's so interesting. But yeah, just having this level of self-awareness is so important. And it can just help us create these conversations where we express ourselves how we truly want to and not how we feel like we're supposed to. And then we can make the conscious choice of how we desire to proceed, how we desire, what we desire to do. We're going to go so deep into this in Boss Babe Boundaries. Um, So come join us. The link is in the show notes. And if you love this podcast, drop me a rating or review. I appreciate it so much. Helps people to find this podcast and we got to spread the word. So Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.